Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my wonderful co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today we are wrapping our mini-series, our Key to Success mini-series, and today we're on Key to Success number four. Don't be great, be consistently good. And that quote is by Eric Barker. We really want you all to focus on what's important rather than what's urgent. Yeah. Ketic success number four is really about being consistent. It's not that sexy to think about consistency as one of the keys, but it's so imperative um, for your short-term and your long-term goals. Absolutely. And first, I just really want to thank all of you that have taken the time out of your schedules and to pause the podcast and to head on over and rate and review us on Apple iTunes. So what I'd like to say is thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'd love to read this review. So it's from Moxie Dory. And they said, I stumbled across the Product Boss podcast via the Simple Pin podcast. And I'm so grateful that I did. When I started listening, I was so elated to finally find information and guidance specific to product-based businesses. We were beginning our journey of turning our Etsy shop, Moxie Dory, into a viable online store. I've listened to each and every Product Boss podcast, and they are all jam-packed with actionable tips to establishing and scaling a product-based business. These women truly live the message of lifting up those around them with their breadth of knowledge and willingness to share it. And all of that, and I feel like they are my own personal cheerleader. I learned so much listening to Jacqueline and Mina, and I look forward to each and every new episode. Well done, ladies. Well, thank you, Moxie Dory. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Moxie Dory. And I went on the other day to look at reviews, and there was three new ones that popped up, and it filled my heart. I was so happy. So keep them coming, everyone. We really read every single one, and we will be reading tons of them on our upcoming episodes. And we want to welcome all of our new members to our program. So if you've been listening recently, you know that we were enrolling our programs. So welcome to all of you that are listening that have joined one of the Product Bosses Masterminds and Group Coaching Programs. We are so excited to work with you and you will all see more about them on our social media handles on Instagram and on Facebook and hopefully here on the podcast. We are counting down the days so we get to work with each other. So Mina, let's talk about this whole concept of don't be great, be consistently good. So that idea of consistency, right? We think that consistency or um, focus on what's important rather than what's urgent is something that we really want to hammer into all of you right now. Yeah. I think it also alleviates some pressure because the constant thought of having to be great all the time, I mean, nobody can live up up to that, right? And it's kind of puts you at a standstill. So you're like thinking, I need to give the best value. I need to give the best you know, tips. I need to give the best pricing. All of that is so much intense pressure, but really you just need to be consistently good, just enough to push you forward. And then it's good enough to kind of take that first step of action. Yeah. So we have four awesome tips for you all about consistency and what to be consistent at. So let's start with the very first one. So first we want to talk to you about 
consistently creating goals that can be measured and the ability to work backwards from them. Creating a plan. And what is your plan? So usually in the beginning of the year or right now, happy new year to all you parents that your kids are going back to school and we've got Q4 to get into as product people, you might have a goal. So we can even talk about what's recent. We, what is your goal for Q4 for the holiday sales to get to, right? That's just breaking down a quarterly goal. And that might be helping build into your yearly goal. If we're talking about finances, if we're talking about units sold, we actually just had, I'm just going to do a quick shout out to Bark and Buckle. They are in our multi-stream machine in our course and they just hit a hundred sales in a short period of time. And that was their goal to hit this year. And we're recording this in August of 2019. And so congratulations on hitting your sales goal. Um, and like she said, with the help of multi-stream machine, the course. So congrats, congrats. But that was a goal, right? That was a measurable goal. And then you work backwards. Well, what do I have to do to sell 100? Right. So many goals because it's, you know, the number of units you want to sell. Sometimes it's a revenue goal. Sometimes it's um, how many wholesale accounts you want to have. What are some other big goals that our product bosses are often giving us? Six figures. Yeah. So often it's revenue. I think, you know, Uh so, so often it's like, I need to hit X amount of money. And they think whether it's a monthly amount or it's a yearly amount, um, I'll bet you all have a number in your head of what you would consider good. Um, We also, Mina and I try to break things up into good, better, best. So what's good for you? What's better? And what would be like the best outcome ever? That way you're not disappointed if you know your best is 200,000 in sales and your good is 100,000. Like if you hit 100,000, that's really good. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know? So I think money, right? Revenue, profit, sales, inventory, like what, what you have to be making People will also say like followers, right, on social media. Right. Um, And I think that kind of goes into our other categories, which just kind of moves us into the next one, which is consistent visibility, what Jacqueline is talking about, the followers. Showing up where your customers are, this doesn't mean that you need to be visible everywhere. It just needs to be visible where your customers are hanging out as well. So that could be visibility-wise and where your customers, depending on if you guys are doing wholesale, so if you're doing B2B or B2C, because something might be an in-person trade show, um, something might be in-person trade show for B2B, you know, if you're selling wholesale. So that visibility, where are you physically? Where are they physically experiencing your product? That could even be within other stores. That could be you doing pop-ups or trunk shows or anything like that. That's the real, real world when we have to get out from behind our computers. And then visibility in terms of on the computer, on people's phones, you know, whether it's social media, um, if you're doing any sort of sponsored posts or ads to show up in people's feeds. And remember also, depending on who your customer is, they may or may not be on Instagram. They may be over on Pinterest. They may only be on Facebook. So you also want to be very aware of where your customer is and not thinking you have to be in all the places. Yeah. And it's kind of twofold in the visibility because I think a lot of times in order to be consistently visible, you should think about being verifiable, I guess. You know, when somebody hears about your brand, let's say on Facebook, can they validate that you're a legit business on Instagram? Are they going to Instagram or are they going to Google or YouTube, let's say? So it's just showing up where you need to show up so they can decide this is a legit business that I'm okay with making the purchase from depending on the age range of of your customer, Instagram is a new way that people are validating brands. So even if you don't want to spend the time, you know, in stories and IGTV and all that, you may want to just set something up where you're getting, you know, automatic posts into Instagram, but you're really spending your time 
somewhere else, but just that you're filling the content bucket um, to show new stuff that it's not a stagnant site. Cause when it's kind of abandoned, it's abandoned. You could tell that it's abandoned because it hasn't been updated in, in months. Another visibility thing is that you, what we were saying about, you know, where you show up for social media or on Instagram or, you know, wherever it is. Also, like if you're, well, this is going to lead us into the next one, which is outreach. So, but before we go into that visibility wise, if you tell them you're going to show up, the consistency part is the same thing that you're listening to here on the podcast. We show up every Thursday on your podcast app. Every Thursday, you know that we're going to be here and we do it. We're consistent in that. We may add things on, but you, but you will not see unless something catastrophic happens, you will not see us not show up on a Thursday. Same with our emails. We have emails that go out every Thursday morning. So that is the consistent part that people know that we will be there. Yeah. And when you're thinking about social media too and the visibility part of it, I mean, it's $0 to grab your Instagram handle put a link in your profile or your bio and have it there as a landing page of sorts so people can click on it if they really need to. If they're over there validating your brand, you know, they can quickly click over to your website and they can see what you're consistently offering. What is it that you're selling? We sell blah, 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 blah. And then it shows up on your bio. Zero dollars, zero amount of time, but it's something for them to see. You're showing up in probably the most minimum way, but at least you're taking up the little bit of real estate that's free to you on social media. And that's just being visible. That's just by being there. If anything, guys, show visible wise, like show your product, you know, like, yeah have your product be the most visible thing on your page. I have, we, we follow a lot of people that are showing other things and not their product. And you kind of get lost with, is this a product page or is it someone's personal page? So just remember that. All right. So the next uh, key or the next topic on consistency, like I had mentioned before is be consistent in your outreach. So being consistent in your outreach is you're emailing, who, how you're emailing your customers, that B2B and B2C. Um, and that also helps create that consistency in building your relationships with people. Right. So when you're thinking about consistently being good at outreach, it is a lot of times emails. And how often are you emailing them? Is it once a week, like what Jacqueline was saying? And um, it is really important as a product-based person to at least be emailing once a week um, if you can. So consistently, just like we show up on the podcast, you as a product business owner, try to do every Thursday, just like we do. And we show up at the same time, same place in your inbox every single time. You have to be consistently filling your pipeline and reaching out to those people. It's a consistent outreach that will never, ever stop. Yeah. You don't want to you want to be top of mind. If you're top of mind, they're going to remember you when they need you or like they're buying a gift or something that they've wanted or the seasons are changing now, right? And so it's when people are going to start buying certain things and you just kind of want to stay top of mind. And I know a lot of you sometimes think like, well, what content can I share? And we did do an email uh, podcast for you guys. And this is something we're focusing on in our multi-stream machine course on really that content that is your outreach. But at least think about that once a week, what should pop up into your customer's inbox. Then the flip side to that is the wholesale, the the accounts of uh, B2B, so business to business. So if you have wholesale accounts, what do they want to see? They want to see whether you have press. Something happened? Is there a 
a celebrity wearing your stuff? Is there an influencer wearing your stuff? They want to see that. They, you should share that with them. They want to see when you have your new collection. So those are like the seasonal line sheets um, or you know, maybe you have a new thing out. Maybe there's a new special that you're doing. Um, or if it's seasonal, like back to school, you know, when they're buying back to school, you might be reaching out to them and be like, here's our back to school collection. So really for, and then if you do have accounts, maybe, you know, once a month you check in on them or every quarter you check in on them and be like, how's it selling? You know, do you need to reorder? Do you need to replenish? So these are just ways for you to be consistently out, like have that outreach to them and those, and those touch points. Yeah. And then as you're reaching out to those relationships, let's say those people that are B2B, um, it's really creating that connection, right? Because a lot of times if you don't reach out and then the other person does not reach out as well, it kind of dies off, right? Your bond isn't very strong. The relationship kind of fizzles um, and the connection is slowly dying a slow death. So um, you really have to be smart and uh, authentic in the times that you have to, hey, I, I should reach out to this person. And then it comes from a genuine place, but a point where you don't um, feel overwhelmed by it. Yeah. I mean, some bigger accounts, like I know someone who works a lot with like Nordstrom's and like some of these off-sale uh, places. And they actually physically, like if they're in town, they take them to dinner. Um, if they're going up to I think they're Seattle. If they're going up there to visit them, you know, it's relationships because guess what? I have known about this account for so long. It's one of our clients and the buyers change. Like people who are buying the product change and then they go over to TJ Maxx or they go over to Macy's wherever they go. And if they know your product, it's easier for you to then get into that door. So even if it's just reminding yourself that maybe once every quarter, you're going to send out emails to some of these bigger relationships just to say, Hey, hi, thinking about you. Hi, how's it going? Like just something that keeps that. So consistency and your outreach is just so essential either in these big connections to sort of like bigger accounts or to your customers. Yeah. Let's run through those really quick. So we know, so we're consistently reviewing these. (laughs) So first was consistently creating goals. Make sure you're always creating goals on a consistent basis. So you know where you are and you're measuring where you're getting to. Uh, Next one was consistent visibility, like show up, minimum viable visibility or more so if that's where your customers are showing up. The next one is consistently always be reaching out. This one is almost like one of the top ones I feel like, right? Because it's emailing, it's connecting, it's what is the bones of a business is that outreach and those relationships and making sure you're consistently putting those people top of mind and then vice versa. And last but not least... Oh yeah, the Go least ahead. sexy version, the least sexy <laughs> consistency. Because this is the one where everybody's like, "Ah," oh, but it's consistent in your evaluation. So we always tell our clients, "Know your numbers." So know your numbers. Be consistent in knowing that when your numbers are good, this is something that's really fun. And when you don't know your numbers, it feels overwhelming. But once you do, you get control over your business. Like you know, you know what's happening. You know your numbers, and then you could make really smart choices. Right, and numbers go across the board, right? It's tracking your inventory. It's what money is coming in and what money is going out. What is your cost of goods? How can they break down differently? What's your volume of things that you're purchasing at? And can that be brought down? Like Jacqueline says, it's not that sexy when you're talking about it. Um, Build it into your schedule and, and then it becomes part of those goals, which I feel like the goals are the most fantastic part of all this consistency talk. 
And we've asked, you know, when we start to work with our masterminders, we ask them some of these questions. So any of you listening, please take note, but we'll ask you about your numbers. We'll ask you what your monthly revenue is. You know, what's your best selling month? Um, what product are you selling? How many are you selling of those? How many, you know, customers do you have, you know, on the East coast versus the West coast or in Canada. So knowing all of these little details really helps you then evaluate your business, which what we're talking about being consistent in that evaluate and understand. And you guys hear us talk about this all the time where we're telling you that, you know, what's your busiest month? What's your slowest month? What are you working on? Um, so that's the evaluation of the numbers of the physical part of your business, like your product-based business. Something that Mina and I were talking about this morning, another thing in evaluation is like evaluating your body, like consistent in your body cues. How are you doing? Consistency in picking up in your body's cues, right? If your body is saying you are really worn out, maybe you need a little bit more sleep, or if it's saying take care of yourself because you are not drinking enough water, that is something that you need to evaluate internally because as the CEO and as kind of the hub of all things probably in the house, then um, listening to your body is crucial because it's a domino effect with everything else. And the reason we talked about this morning is I had my follow-up appointment with my surgeon. So any of you that follow this, you know, about a month ago, I was in the hospital for emergency gallbladder surgery, yet another sexy, sexy topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I went in and she told me, I mean, should I share it on here? Yeah, sure. I guess. I mean, we, we don't hold back anything else. I mean, I'm so blasting all kinds of stuff. I was crying after I found out because like, holy how did I not, how did I not know any of this? But she basically told me that my gallbladder was gangrene and I was, I would have, if I waited any longer, I would have gone into septic, uh, like I would have gone into septic, uh, I would have gone septic and then God knows what would have happened. So, and she's like, really, there was nothing. And you guys, I was at a pool with my kids that day and I was fine. Like I, like for this thing of her telling me that I had a gangrene organ in my body. Um, but me and I are talking about, you know, those cues and I'm definitely someone who gets wrapped up in work and I, and I don't, I do not take cues to my body because it's probably like that overwhelming feeling of just always sort of feeling like gift up on coffee or tired or whatever. So I think it's that thing of, again, I've said this in a past episode, I don't want this to ever happen to any of you, but starting to really sort of pay attention, like we should slow down and be consistent in those check-ins. And Mina's taught me that. I mean, she does her tax day once a month, which is a paying a tax to herself where she's getting a massage or doing something that cares for herself. And, and even that, having a day like that is important. And I know some of our... <laughs> I know some of our people on here that we've worked with are probably like, oh, Jacqueline and I rolling because I have a few of you out there that are, um, you know, like Tiffany, she's going to, if Tiffany, if you're listening, she's going to be like, oh, Jacqueline. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think we all get in that rut. Um, I haven't had a tax day, which is, I call it tax day because I remember it really easily. 15th of each month is when I pay taxes to my body, right? I haven't had that since probably the real tax day, April maybe, because my daughter has been home. So it's hard for me to go on an hour long massage without her coming with me. I basically can't take her with me. (laughs) Um, So you bet that when the school starts, I actually already have one scheduled. So I think that's so important in taking care of yourself. But for me, I think that the thing that I noticed about myself is that I'm totally cued into the bodies of my kids. One time they sneeze and Lord knows I'm, you know, keeping track of the color of the snot and the, their temperature and all that stuff. Whereas like with myself, it's been pretty bad. Like I don't, 
you know, go to the doctor enough. I feel like I really need to just be healthier, right? But I think a lot of it is figuring out. Like I noticed that my body is just better with leisurely exercise. <laughs> Happier than it is with intense exercising, with right? Like boot camps. My body really doesn't agree with boot camps <laughs> <laughs> or spin classes or hot yoga. And actually, I love hot yoga. <laughs> but it's just making myself mentally happy in the physically happy as well. So I think it's a lot of testing. Like we said, it's consistently evaluating, right? What your body is saying to you in. Because there was times when I would take those boot camps and my body would be screaming, don't ever do this again. (laughs) And your boot camp coach would be like, that's why you should come again. So this is like a little bit of a topic that's a little bit off of you being a product entrepreneur. I just want to bring that up with all of you. Like we, especially if you're parents, you tend to take care of your kids more than yourself. So think about the last time you went to a certain appointment. And if it's been a while, make like maybe that's your top priority here is like is set that goal of like getting that appointment that doctor appointment and then i would also say this is something i'm going to do in my life is because i did all these appointments during the summer i'm going to put it into my calendar for the next year that like if i need physicals or anything that's like that thing that's a year later i'm going to put it into my calendar like book it cuz i know so same with dentist appointments things like that yeah because no amount of massages is going to take care of a gangrene organ oh my you know? god <laughs> <laughs> it's That's crazy. what I'm leaving you guys with. We do have one more thing to be consistent with in this evaluation, but oh my God, I'm still in awe and shock. This is all found out today. So that's why you guys are hearing about it. Okay. So to get back to business, um, we also want you to be consistent in your season. So in the consistency of your evaluation, knowing your season. So what goes in, what goes out. So knowing like, where do you have to be in those seasons? So again, we're on the cusp of holidays right now. Some of you might be doing in-person holiday events right? Some of you do things at churches or temples or doing gifting events. There's just lots of stuff now that gets really festive that people are, and people are in that spending money mode. Also consistent with productions, like knowing your seasons of productions. I brought up, you know, Chinese New Year. If you're making things overseas, you need to know when that is. Or some people making stuff in Europe, things close down in August. If you're in America, your contractors might close down from Christmas to New Year's. So being really aware of your seasons and, the, and consistently tracking those. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, this consistent evaluation of all these things can be very much overall health, right? Knowing your numbers is the health of your business. If you sit down every single night, it doesn't have to be every single night, but let's just say for argument's sake, it's every single night and you think about the health of your business that's shown through the numbers. If you think about the health of your body, every single night, sit down, how did I feel? Was it good? Was it bad? What's my body trying to say to me? That's your health. And the next one is the health of your energy, basically. What your season is going to be bringing and you know what is in line for your calendar. Where is your energy going to be? So the health of your energy, if you sit down every night, I know I'm going to be really depleted in energy because the holiday season is coming up and I also have so many family things coming up as well. So that's where you need to think about, okay, I'm evaluating those three things every night. And that is the health, overall health, consistently thinking and looking at that. Absolutely. So I'm glad we could go back to health. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's health all the way around. So that was, you know, consistently creating goals because I think you absolutely need that. Otherwise you have nothing to work towards. And then it's outreach because that's the other people you're 
pulling them into come over here. Visibility is just showing up, showing up for people where they need to be as well. And then also consistently evaluating health. I'm doing air quotes in those three things that we said. So hopefully this is helpful to you all. Um, It's something that is always great to reassess for yourself. So just figuring out what's consistently working for you, what you want to be consistent on. And some of you might feel overwhelmed by this, like, oh, that's a lot. Pick one of these right now. Pick something that you're going to start being consistent on. So it might be, I feel like a lot of you might easily say like visibility or outreach is something that might be one of the easier ones of like, okay, I'm going to show up on this date. But I'm holding you all accountable to this, that you're all going to start to work on this and figure out what you can be consistent at in your business. Because just this simple thing, like just going back to this quote, you know, on consistency. So again, you don't have to be great. You just have to be consistently good. If you're consistently good at all of these steps, you will see a change in your business. You will see like the health improve. You will see profits. You will see followers and customers. You're going to see all the things that you want to happen if you're consistently being good. Yeah. And let me tell you guys, consistently bringing a podcast to all of you guys every Thursday is hard work. Um, Also emailing is hard work. Also outreach is hard work. So none of these come like very easily. So when you're doing this consistent work, it might not feel so easy and fun and wonderful at the same time, hence the consistent, unsexy part of this whole thing. But it's all worth it, right? You're moving forward. You're getting to evaluate to see how close you are to your goals. And then it's just, you realize that, oh, I was consistent with all these things and now it's finally rewarding me, which we get so many rewards from doing the hard work of the podcast, of connecting with all of you guys. But without the consistency, there's none of that other fun stuff. So thanks for joining us this week and we'll talk to you again next week. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, product bosses, let's make it happen.